Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Bitch Slop. I'm Rachel Fisher. And I'm Desi Jenikin. I just can't wait to talk about this episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> Episode nine. Episode nine, responsibly yours. We're getting a lot of Billy action. We have two Billy episodes in a row this week. That seems like a pattern now because there was two Sandys in a row, right? Recently. You know what? We've had four in a row, Matt getting one line. Yeah. And he- I, I wrote them down. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I did. Because I forgot it already. they're pretty sad. <laughs> oh, oh, I wrote, uh, okay, yeah. I know what he says in this episode. And I said, Matt, don't encourage her. <laughs> so we open with Billy driving in his cab. And as usual, he's leering at women he sees on the side of the road. He sees an ass. He sees an ass bent over on the side of the road. He doesn't even see her face. Look, this episode convinced me that Billy has zero game. Yeah. Like, not that I thought he did, but it's even worse than I thought. He is purely riding on his looks. If you told me he was 16, I would believe it. Because <laughs> he's just, a, like, he's a child. He literally is a child. This is basically the theme of the episode. Yeah. But, like, it's true. Yeah. He is worthless. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He picks up this woman. Her car's broken down, so he offers to give her a ride to a service station. Her name is Dawn. And immediately, as every woman that has stepped into this cab, Billy hits on her. How has he not been reported? And Dawn is, like, from New York. Totally. Her name is Dawn. (laughs) Her name is Dawn, uh, which honestly is one of my favorite names. I love a Dawn. I love a Dawn. I I knew it was good when she said her name was Dawn. I was yeah. like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Billy can never handle a Dawn. No. No way. It's too much for him. I like when she said to him, okay, Tony Orlando, lower the music. I was like, what 80-year-old wrote that line? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, Tony Orlando is not known for loud music, especially the type Billy was playing. It was just such a bizarre thing to say. Also, how old is this broad supposed to be? I think she is older than Billy, but she's not that much older <laughs> that she's no. she's referencing Tony Orlando. So she doesn't have cash and she's like, let me let me give you something that's as good as cash to pay you. And it's not what you think. It's actually like it's worse than it's, what you think. <laughs> it's way worse than what you think. She gives Billy four tickets to her comedy show. 
At the open mic at the Laugh Connection. Yeah, it's not even her show. She's just doing an open mic. Uh, look, I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I got very excited when I realized we were going to see Dawn stand up. <laughs> I love to see stand up in shows and movies. Love it because it's always terrible. It's always. I don't think I've ever seen good stand up in any show. Or TV, like not, just characters doing it. Not even Seinfeld. And that's a show about a comic. No, and his is probably the best because it's like his material, but much more basic. Yeah. It, she, look. It was exciting. He's very excited though. He says, cool. Well, he just wants to see her again. So this is great, right? Why is he so horny? Back at Melrose Place, Michael is tending the plants in a shirt and tie. Once again, does this guy work? I don't know what his deal is. Why is he dressed like that gardening? Hire somebody, (laughs) Michael. He's talking to Jake, and Michael is telling Jake how jealous he is that he gets so much pussy. And Jake's like, yeah, I can get women, but I can't keep them. So they, they both think the grass is greener on the other side, right? Yeah, and this is like, for me, this was like a Michael foreshadowing where he's telling Jake he's jealous he has a new bitch like every week. Yeah, yeah. And um, Jake, but Jake's like, I just want to find love. Yeah, Jake is a softie. He is a softie. Rhonda and Matt are cooking dinner. This is when (laughs) Brendan said, she's always cooking something. First of all, we find out what this dish is, but my initial reaction was, what the fuck is all that gross ground beef? It just looked like this massive frying pan of some <laughs> indistinguishable crumbly meat. Yeah. But then I was shocked at the shocked. reveal. It I was, was shocked. shocked. I, I was like, no, I, it didn't look like that at all. I did point at the screen and go, ooh, ooh, because I've been talking about this dish yeah. recently. It Ron- was spicy crawfish etouffee, Rhonda's specialty. And Billy and Allison are also over, and Billy is telling them all about Dawn, and they're dunking on him. They're kind of rolling their eyes, like, okay, another girl you picked up in your cab. Yeah. Billy. Billy's pussy like, wagon. <laughs> you know that cartoon that's like the handsome guy flirting with the woman at the office, and she's like, oh, you're so sweet. And then in the next panel, it shows the same woman being hit on by like the ugly guy at the office, and she's like, hello, HR? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. That's what I mean by Billy just getting by on his looks. Absolutely. He is like... If he wasn't cute, these women would be insulted. He cannot pick up a single woman without asking her out on a date. No. Has he even made any money driving this cab? He's girl crazy. (laughs) (laughs) He's girl crazy. Later at the comedy show, Don Wait, I'm sorry. Okay. Before we move on from the scene, Billy doesn't stay for this dinner. Right. Something happens, but I'm not quite sure what Billy did to deserve this. And Rhonda was like, whatever, said something to him. And Matt said, that's what you get for insulting her recipe. (laughs) And I was like, wait, when did Billy insult her recipe? Did they cut something out? I had no idea, but I was like, damn, Matt, like, (laughs) that's what you get. You insulted her recipe. She eviscerated you and your girl crazy ways. That's what you get for insulting her recipe. I just had to, I, I was... We always have to point out Matt's lines. That's our new thing. (laughs) Yeah, we do. We do. Because like we've said before, even though Matt does eventually get some storylines, compared to the rest of the cast, he was done dirty. Absolutely. So let's let's do him right and always give a little spotlight (laughs) 
<laughs> to, <laughs> to Matt. whatever moments he has. So <laughs> we go to this comedy show. Don is performing, and Billy thinks it's like the funniest thing he's ever heard. It's the most dated, like relationship and dating kind of comedy. It's so basic. It's like woman version of Take My Wife. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's not even Catskills level. It's worse than that. No, and everyone's laughing, but we're not. (laughs) Everyone in this place is like about to pull their groins laughing at her. Yeah. Um, And she gets off stage. The host is like, I'm sorry. I just wanted to mention another Matt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's coming up. (laughs) No. Matt looks at Rhonda, and the look that he gives Rhonda is like, this sucks. Oh, really? That's the look I read on him. But then I was shocked when he started gushing. (laughs) So we learn in her set that she's divorced. Mm. No one's surprised. All Dons are divorced. All Dons are divorced. (laughs) Uh, At one point during... This part was funny, because at one point during... Dawn's set, Billy elbows Allison in the stomach, like, hey, that's funny. And she's like, ow, Billy. <laughs> um, Matt says to Matt says to Dawn when she gets off the stage, what you said about the singles life, it couldn't be truer. I was like, what did she say that you related to, Matt? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it just was so why is he sucking up to her? He doesn't have to do this. Uh, the whole thing is confusing, and I feel like the actors just had to come up with things to do while they were taping because they kept focusing on them right. during her uh, stand-up, and they had to come up with different expressions. So Billy offers to drive her home because obviously her car has broken down, and then he also says, and on the way home, why don't we go out for pizza? And Allison rolls her eyes. Yeah. There's a lot of Allison eye rolls in this. Because even though Billy and Allison aren't dating, they allegedly have no romantic feelings towards each other. They each roll their eyes at the other whenever they have a date. Right. Because they are both annoying. <laughs> even even Billy and Allison recognize that. Yes. And, and each other, not themselves. Exactly. At the pizza place, Dawn says that she was married for eight years. And her hubby wanted to be the next David Lee Roth. His name is Rob. <laughs> Rob thought he was going to be... The, when we see him later, I screamed. I was like, that's not the next David Lee Roth. Not even close. No. Don't make me do my David Lee Roth impersonation. <laughs> They're talking about their lives and careers, and Billy is commiserating with Don about how hard it is to be an artist and mm. believing in yourself. Yeah, because he's a writer. Billy's like, I know when I wrote my shitty screenplay... Mm. And threw it in the trash. Bar- Would he barbecue it? He barbecued it. <laughs> he barbecued it on his funky grill. We haven't seen him writing in a while. Well, we will. Next episode. <laughs> we will. He's going to do some writing. <laughs> At Shooters, Jake asks Sandy out. He's desperate. Yeah. He's like, who Who will go on a date with me? Who's a sure thing? I fucked everyone at Shooters. <laughs> 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 who else is here? And then I thought Jake, Jake has a good line. He says, abstinence makes the heart grow fonder. Yep. I think that's a good line. Obviously, I, it's not the 
the traditional one, but I think it's better. <laughs> because Jake and Sandy have established that the kind of relationship they had in the past was purely about sex. Right. And it wasn't about getting to know each other, even though they do know each other pretty well because they're friends. It's very confusing because they act like they're not friends, but we see them together all the time. They literally talk together every day. That's the pretense, though. Right. They only fuck and nothing else. Billy walks Dawn to her apartment, but she doesn't want to let him in. And the reason is, is because as soon as they're going in for the kiss, the door opens and it's her son. Martin. (laughs) And Dawn's like, oh, geez. And Billy's like, oh, wow. Billy literally has an, they go off on his expression, which must have been a commercial break. Yeah. And his expression is like, ew. (laughs) That's like what it read to me. Yes. He's literally disgusted by this revelation and can't hide it. Some of Billy's expressions in this episode, I took lots of pictures of them because they were incredible. Oh, good. Yeah. He's he's very good at doing like a slack-jawed, shocked. That's his acting style. Yeah. It's making expressions no one literally makes in real life. Ever. Ever. Because they don't want to be like... Most people try to hide stuff. No, he never does. (laughs) (laughs) Like if someone had that revelation with me, well, first of all, I wouldn't be disgusted. But like they wouldn't have known if I was. Like you don't make faces like that when you meet someone's kid, even if you're disappointed or don't want to deal with a single mom. He has no poker face. No, it's crazy. So the next morning, Billy comes home that morning, and Allison, of course, is up being nosy. Yeah. She's like, wow, Billy, get mm. home late? Fucking Dawn? Yeah. And he's like, no, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do anything. I worked the graveyard shift after I took her home. And then he tells Allison, Dawn has a son. Yeah. He seems pissed about it, too. Like, she didn't tell him. They literally just met. It's so, yeah, it's crazy. And Allison is like, wow, a son? Yeah. That's that's a really big deal. This is such a dated storyline because Allison's literally like, it must be hard to be a single mom because no one wants to be with you. <laughs> it was just right. like the most regressive mentality. Yeah. It was just like, Jesus, Allison. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah, Allison starts sympathizing with Dawn. She's like, damn, she's like an old ma- maid yeah. with a kid. No one's going to all- want that busted pussy. She's like- <laughs> Yeah, she's got a busted pussy and she's old and a bag. It was crazy. Um, what? Then she warns Billy because, of course, we have to get like an Allison moral moralizing lecture, right? She's like, you know, Billy, you can't just jump into this half cocked. Yeah. I mean, and it's true. Billy does this a lot. He yes. does jump into these relationships, and I do think Allison makes. Some good points, right? Yeah. You can't do that with a kid. No. Uh, so it is good, but it's lost on Billy. Because we know Billy, like you said before, he goes in full force after the first date with all of these women that he dates. He's in love with them. He wants to move in with them. He thinks he's going to get married to these people. And having a kid in the mix, this is funny, in keeping with the theme of how much Melrose Place used to follow the sitcom formula, Yeah, this is a classic sitcom storyline trope is look they've done it on boy meets world yeah they've done it i'm sure they did it on full house they've done it a million shows right where somebody has a kid and a, the person starts dating them and they don't have kids and then the kid gets attached 
Right. And they have to have some heart to heart. Like, I can't, I don't want to fuck your mommy anymore. Yeah. Timmy. But you'll always be my little buddy. Always. (laughs) Kiddo. (laughs) They always say that. Why do they, they get way too close to the kid. It's like, what are you thinking, you fucking narcissist? <laughs> like, just stop. <laughs> oh, we never see that kid ever again. No. So Billy says, I, I could be great with kids. I could show them my comic book collection and teach Ugh. them how to play soccer. He's just so. Allison scoffs. Yeah, she eye rolls. That night, Sandy is getting ready for her date with Jake, and Rhonda mm. is skeptical. And Sandy's like, Rhonda, it's going to be different this time. I'm not going to let him fuck me. We're just going to go to the movies, possibly shooters. I I was blown away by this line from Rhonda where she, she said, remember last time and he never called you back afterwards? I was like, he lives downstairs. <laughs> what do you mean he never called her back? Like some random guy she'd never hear from again. I was like, it's like the writers were like, that's what you say in this situation. Just ignore the fact that they live in the same complex and see each other nonstop. And are friends. What is the never called her back? I mean, that is just crazy. Uh, but Sandy is determined to go on this date and make it work. Yeah. At Dawn's, this is insane, this dinner. They're having a family dinner. It's Billy, Don, and Martin. And Martin is on one. Martin's a, <laughs> Martin is a dick. Martin this, is a total dick this in this. This kid is a little shit. Billy is trying to bond with this guy, and he's like, hey, Martin, you like soccer? I love soccer. And he's like, I hate soccer. <laughs> and then Billy's like, well, maybe you, uh, oh, the mom's like, he's, he's in Little League. And she goes, oh, well, I was the Reggie Jackson of Granada Hills High. And he's Reggie like, who? <laughs> <laughs> at, at that point, Martin starts bickering with his mom because he's being such a little asshole to Billy. And then we learn that Don has a potential paying gig at a comedy club in Ventura. Ventura? <laughs> Which is, the, you know, not, not Los Angeles. No, it's like it's an hour away. Maybe. It's an hour north of LA. And Billy, of course, offers to drive because he's just diving deep. Why would you offer to drive someone to Ventura? I'm sorry. That's just not something anyone would ever do. It's an insanely long drive. I mean, I guess he could... He, it maybe, maybe he's like, I'll hang out and watch the show. Like, I guess that could make sense. But the way he frames it, like, I'll drive you. Like, it just seems like he's cabbing her or something. Like, well, Look, people drive all over town in shows taking place in Los Angeles. Like Billy went to Venice in this episode, I think. Oh, right. At some point. I also like when Billy tried to impress him with a comic book collection. And he's like, I have every Silver Surfer comic from one. And Martin says, Silver Surfer? What a wuss. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like everything to crush Billy's spirit. And it was funny because Billy has met his match. Like- it was great. So... Billy offers to drive her, and this makes Martin furious because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want his dad to be replaced by this. Oh yeah, by this fucking loser. No, who picked up his mom in a cab, and so he's he starts fighting with his mom, and then he storms off, and the mom's like, "And you're maybe I'd be able to fix it if your dad ever paid child support." 
<laughs> she's like, oh, I've gone too far. <laughs> yeah, they have this like really personal fight in front of Billy. And Billy's just standing there with like catching flies yeah. with his mouth open. He's like slack jaw. What do I do? <laughs> what do I do? He's not even he's not even turned off by this whole thing. He's just like, uh oh. Dawn is a mess. She is a mess. And you know it's bad because they play some sad music. It's yes. the piano music is back. That transitional uh, sitcom where something bad happens. <laughs> like they use that sad keyboard music a lot in this episode. Totally. Speaking of that, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Next, we're at Shooters, where Jake and Sandy have just gotten back from their date at the movies, and this conversation is basically just them talking about how proud they are of themselves for not fucking. Did you notice everyone in the background slow dancing, but like so hornily? No, I did not. I... Everyone, yeah, I was like, are they at Shooters? Because this never happened. I was like, I thought they were somewhere else. But they, the all, there's like 10 couples slow dancing. And I was like, is this to make them hornier? Like, because they're not doing that. Right. It was really weird. Basically, that's all that happens in this scene is they're, they're patting themselves on the back. The real shocker comes in the next scene because this is... Uh, this is insane. No, Billy, this would never happen. The, Billy, <laughs> Billy, the man who has no boundaries, goes into Martin's bedroom, yeah. and Martin is underneath the under his covers in bed crying, and Billy is like, "Hey, little buddy, hey bud." It's <laughs> pitch black in this room, and this strange man who he just met is like going into his bedroom, and the mom's just like. Sure, go talk to my kid. That'll make it better. No one would do this, even Dawn. <laughs> like, I can't believe this happened. He s- then sits on the edge of the bed and is like, do you like Terminator? And this is how they bond. Yeah. Billy, of course, fucks up something and the kid's like, no. He turns into steel, not lead or whatever Billy said. And this is what turns around their relationship. And the sad music is playing, but it's a little hopeful now. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's like the hopeful sad music, like, 
Maybe there's potential. Maybe yeah. Billy can be a stepdad. Yeah. He's he's going to bond with this little kid. And Dawn is, now we see Dawn in the doorway. Yeah, we see her in the background and she's folding her arms and smiling like, yeah. there's my date. Oh, phew. <laughs> you didn't ruin this one. <laughs> Back at Melrose Place, Jake and Sandy return and they're like, wow. That was a great date. And they're just both sort of lingering at yeah. this at the stairs. We did it. We didn't fuck. <laughs> Closer. Yep, we sure didn't. <laughs> they're they obviously want to fuck. Yeah. They're so horny for each other. They hug it out, but then they immediately start making out. The hug fluidly transfers to like a big huge tonguey make out. Because you know as soon as Sandy hugged Jake, he had that rock hard denim cock. Yeah, he's pressing it into her when they hugged. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to make sure she knew. <laughs> so they move to Jake's apartment. We get some very horny guitar music as they're going at it on the couch. Yeah. But then Sandy's like, Jake, stop. Jake, we can't. And then she gets mad because she's like, this is all you wanted from me. This was really unreasonable of Sandy. Yeah. Because we just saw it, Sandy. Right. You both were doing it. Uh, <laughs> maybe Jake pushed the boner in. <laughs> but why, like we mentioned with Billy, when it's a like hot guy, you like it. <laughs> when they're an uggo, you're like, get off. <laughs> get away. She, she just... Was- She's Sandy's afraid of intimacy. That's what's really going on here. Yes. So she's using this excuse that all we have is sex, so we can't be close as a a way of avoiding it. I think they're both being ridiculous because clearly, look, they've already fucked before. They fucked at least once before. So that that ship is sailed. I like the idea of starting fresh as if it's a date, though. I think that's Do good, you know I mean? yeah. but I don't think you should feel guilty if you fuck after that date. I don't think you should feel guilty, but if Sandy was very into the idea of really dragging it out or waiting, she shouldn't have even, she should have stopped herself. She's equally has zero impulse as well. I think what she's yelling at, what she's really mad about is she's mad at herself for not having self-control around Jake. Absolutely. She's, and she knows that she's as bad as him in that, in that regard with Jake. They're just too horny for each other. And then Jake says, well, when you started hugging me out there, and you know the subtext is, I, my, I got a boner. Look, I... Obviously, Sandy has the right to stop it for whatever reason. Yes. And I think if she did, Jake would have been fine. But she got mad. She blew and up. That's, yeah, she blew up, which seemed unreasonable. So she storms off. At Billy and Allison's, Allison is doing the crossword puzzle. She had a caffeine overdose. She's, that's, why she, <laughs> that's the only reason Allison would ever be up late. Allison is totally the type of person who always has to tell you when they had too much caffeine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like a personality trait. <laughs> I think uh, Sugar also does that to Allison too. Yeah. I mean, we all have those days, but there's certain people who always have had too much coffee and it's like, you say that every day. <laughs> like- yeah. Cut it out, Allison. Billy approaches her sheepishly and he's like, I need to borrow $300. <sighs> now we heard this figure earlier during the <laughs> dinner scene because Dawn's ex-husband, Rob, owed her $300 in child support. Yeah. And she needed that money to fix, fix her, her car. To fix her car. That's why she needed a ride. Yeah. Yes. So Allison says, Billy, I only have $500 in the bank. 
And he says, I'll pay you back with interest. With interest. As if he can figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine Billy trying to figure out interest? He'd be like, $1 extra each day. He's like, I swear. And then he, he gives her this sob story. He says, okay, I got into an accident in the cab and I fucked up the person's car and I need to give them money so they can fix it, but I'll pay you back. What an elaborate lie. This is such a dumb lie. I, I got mad with Billy. He's so in the wrong here. It's crazy. Like I would be just as mad as Allison gets later. And he's... Billy has lied to Allison multiple... Like, at this point, I'm like, Allison has every right to be pissed at him. He's lied to her so many times. He does an even worse lie in the next episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe it. But up to this point, he keeps lying, these big elaborate lies. It's like, this is unacceptable behavior. It's a pattern of behavior. Once again, this is... Part of Billy's character is like, he is a sweet guy deep down inside, but he's completely self-absorbed. And this he, is just not behavior that would be fly with anyone, I think. No. Like one time, okay, but come no, on. No, but he does this constantly to Allison. He, Allison relents and she goes, you do the same for me, right? I mean, it is your job. That makes it even worse. Yeah. Because she's like, no, he wouldn't do the same for you because <laughs> he doesn't have money. He doesn't even have $500 in the bank. Yeah. Then we see Billy giving the money to Dawn. And Don is like, wow, this is going too fast. Yeah. And Billy's like, what do you mean? And then he offers to babysit Martin while she goes to her comedy show. Yeah. I thought he was going to go with her. The whole thing is confusing. It's really confusing. Don's very hesitant about all this, but he's like, I'm all in. I want to be a stepdad. Yeah. This is a great time for Billy to prove it. When he has no money, (laughs) he has no money in the bank and he's ready to raise this child with Dawn. Next, we get Jake yelling at Michael in the laundry room because Michael had the audacity to tell him to take it slow with Sandy. Did you notice when Michael was really sniffing some of the laundry? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what the hell is he doing? He's a panty sniffer. It was like so... (laughs) It was like his little comedy. It was like, it was like, I feel like Thomas Calabro was like, technically I'm just here listening to Jake yell, but I'm going to have a little interesting moment for myself yeah. and really sniff these uh, panties, he, Jane's, <laughs> Jane's pregnancy panties. <laughs> he made some business for him to do. He did. He, he had some scene work for himself. Of all the cast members to have on the show, Thomas Calabro is like, I, I would die if, if he would come on the pod. Oh, I think he's so good. He's so, even when he's comedy, Michael, yeah. it's very entertaining. <laughs> uh, obviously, I prefer evil Michael. Right. But comedy Michael is very funny, especially when you know what's coming. Yes. It's, it's, it's extra funny. It makes it sweeter when you know that he's about to turn into a monster. Yes. So they have their little spat. It's pretty boring. Sandy, meanwhile, is bitching at Rhonda upstairs about the date. And then we get this very sitcom back and forth scenes of the boys and then the girls talking. They're trying to be cute here. This is their little um, summer lovin'. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going back and forth. We're hearing Sandy's version. Then we're hearing Jake's version. And their friends are are kind of like, tell me more. 
<laughs> That's exactly what it is. Next, we see Allison in her apartment with a robe on and a towel on her head, and she's painting her nails when Billy and Martin just bust in. And of course, Billy, of course, Billy hasn't told Allison that he's bringing this strange child over. Because Billy doesn't want to give her a chance to say no. This is why Billy is a piece of shit. Like <laughs> he knows if he asks her, she might be like, no, I'm, this is my day off. I want to relax at home with no kids. Sorry. But if he doesn't tell her, then she'll be obligated. Like this is bad behavior. Like right. people who do this kind of stuff is bad. Yeah. This is really bad. So Allison, of course, is like, Billy, hi, Martin. Nice to meet you. I wasn't expecting company. I would be humiliated. Giving side eyes to Billy. There's nothing worse than when, I mean, this doesn't happen often, but we've all like had a moment like this where some someone unexpectedly comes over for whatever reason and you're like, just got out of the shower. Yeah. And you're like not prepared. Yeah. But it's like, it's really irritating or someone comes early or something like Ugh. that. Like It's just uncomfortable. So then... Allison is trying to be friendly with Martin, and she says, Martin, would you like some fruit doodles? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when she said fruit doodles, I was kind of like, is that like fruit roll-ups? That's what I thought. But it I guess was. it's a cereal. Wait, is it? Yeah, because then Billy was trying to be fatherly, and he's like, no, don't give him fruit doodles. Don't we have something healthy like granola? I thought that was just for <laughs> a snack. I made me think that fruit doodles were like Fruit Loops or something. No, it had to be fruit by the foot or it had to be fruit snacks. I don't know that it had to be. I think he was thinking healthy like granola because in the 90s, we thought granola was very healthy. Right, but that's you can eat a cereal, granola as a cereal. Or as a snack. <laughs> that's true. Over, over yogurt. So the big favor that Billy has for Allison is he wants her to drop her plans for the day and go to Magic Mountain with him and Martin. Okay. This is what irritated me right now. Magic Mountain is right by Ventura. Yes. It's on the way. It's on the way. It's so close to Ventura. It made, What would make sense is we'll drop you off at the gig and then I'll just go to Magic Mountain with him all day. Also, I'm confused about her timeline. Is she driving up to Ventura during the day? Doesn't she have a gig? Wouldn't she be performing at night? Why is he? Why does he have Martin the whole day? None of it makes sense. Anyway, Magic Mountain is like forty-five minutes north. Right, it's a drive. It's in Valencia, but they act like it's nothing. They yeah. act like it was literally like in the next, you know, five miles away in it, LA or something. It takes less time to get to Disneyland, totally, than Magic Mountain. So they they drive there and. We get a very long scene of Billy, Allison, and Martin on a roller coaster. What, this was excessive. <laughs> They're like, look at Allison in her um, Hawaiian shirt, her olive green Trader Joe's employee shirt. <laughs> She's in the second row, sadly by herself. Yeah. Billy and the kid are in the front row, and she's just there. She's the Why is she there? She doesn't need to be there. Zero reason for her to be there. Except to pay for everything, we find out. <laughs> right. So we get a little montage of the three of them in the park. They're having a great time. And Martin, he's just having a blast with his new dad. Even Allison's having a good time. She finally admits it. She says, okay, I guess it is kind of fun. So Billy and Allison have a little moment to themselves while Martin is doing whatever. 
And Allison, she hasn't scolded Billy in a while. Mm. So she's got to scold him. And she says, Billy, this is a big responsibility. Mm. And then they talk about having kids. And Allison says she doesn't want kids. And she says, maybe, I don't think I can handle it. I know plenty of parents who can't. And And Billy's like, you mean your parents? (laughs) I was like, dude, Billy, (laughs) take a fucking chill. He's such a dick. But also, let's hear more about Allison's parents, because I have no idea, right? Yeah. Like, what's her story? We'll get there. We'll get there later, but it's the first sort of sign that there was something not as perfect in her life as she kind of lets on. Right. That night, Martin is still hanging out with the crew. I also like when they run out of money and Allison pulls her pant pockets out, like they're in a silent film. Right, (laughs) and a little moth flies out. Yeah, it's just like... Poor Allison. So that night, Martin is in the pool with Billy and Matt. This is our shirtless Billy moment <laughs> in this episode. And they're just having a blast. And and the people are like, let's just put Matt in this scene. Right. He hasn't done anything. <laughs> he hasn't done anything in a while. He can be in the scene. The girls, Rhonda, Jane, and Allison are talking poolside. They're talking about being ready for kids. And then Martin... Ends up falling asleep in Billy's bed. I also like when Jane said, when they were talking about kids, she's like, Jane and my my miracle baby. I was like, why was it a miracle it wasn't baby? A mi- she just got pregnant. <laughs> you weren't trying for like years and then it happened. Yeah, she was like, my mirror. I was like, okay, She Jane. doesn't, it would have been funny if Rhonda said, Jane, I don't think you know what that term means. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been very funny. Absolutely. So Billy tucks Martin in. Because I guess he's now sleeping over. Yeah. Where's Don? Where the fuck is his mom? Fucking single moms. <laughs> and um, finally Don does arrive to pick him up. And Don had a great night at the show. And she's like, I think they're going to hire me permanently. And then she says to Billy in front of Allison, Billy, if you hadn't lent me the money for my car, this would have never happened. You know that $300? In cash? (laughs) In cash that you gave me? Allison, immediately, we get like a close-up on her face, and she is seething. She's seething. But unlike Billy, she knows how to keep it together until Dawn walks into the bedroom. (laughs) Yes. And um, I love Allison. I like when Allison does her little, like, bitchy comments, like her veiled bitchy comments when someone else is talking and she has to like try and yeah. play it cool. Like she says to Don, how nice. Like she very <laughs> lowers her voice yeah. an octave and because Don's talking about her new job and she's like, how nice. And then Allison is also the queen of the angry whisper. Yeah. That's, <laughs> how that's she what she it. does. Yeah. But she does that in the next scene with Billy because Don leaves and she's like, Billy, how could you do this? Because it's like, Dawn's right there. You have a small apartment. She does start whisper shouting at Billy. She says, you lied to me. Mm. And Billy's like, it's not like I was being selfish here. I was doing it to help somebody. And Allison, she rolls her eyes a lot in this scene. She's just... She's furious. And Dawn and Martin leave. And then Allison continues laying into Billy. She's lecturing him. She should be. She should be. She's like, you don't even know what you're getting yourself into with this kid. Yeah. And Billy thinks it's all about the money, too. He's like, I said I'll pay you back. (laughs) Billy should be told he's an idiot in every episode. And Allison, she really lays into him. She's like, you can pay me back the money, 
but you'll, I will never trust you again. And that's something you can't pay back. <laughs> like she's like, she's, right. she owned him until the next episode. Until the next time I believe you. So Allison, maybe you need to take a look at that too. <laughs> and set a to real re-watch. boundary. She needs to rewatch these episodes, <laughs> see what she's done in the past. <laughs> the next day, Billy goes to Dawn's apartment, but right before he opens her door, he hears her yelling in there with her ex-husband. They're in a screaming match, and Billy's standing outside slack-jawed. Yeah. What do I do? And then that's when we hear the ex-husband say, all you care about is your stupid comedy, and you're not even funny. <laughs> that's it for Billy. Billy bursts in and is like, hey. And he's like, are you all right, Don?" And Rob's like, who the hell is this? And let's describe Ron. Okay. Rob. He's wearing a it's Rob. Rob. He's wearing a wife beater, of course. Yeah, he's wearing <laughs> a wife beater. He has a very greasy overgrown bowl cut. Yeah. He he's wearing like a loose leather-ish jacket over the wife beater. Of course. Yeah. He looks like a dirt bag. He's a dirt bag, not at all David Lee Roth in any way, shape, or form. No. Like it's crazy. He's obviously aesthetically supposed to be like the evil ex-husband. And he's also from New York too, right. for some reason. <laughs> I guess her and him and Don met in New York and then they moved to LA because yeah. she was going to try and break into the biz. And he wanted to be um, a rock star. Right. Well, we all know how <laughs> that ended up. Now he's just a deadbeat dad. Yeah. So Billy is furious. He even calls him pal. Ooh. That's how mad he was. Yeah. Mm. And then he says... Oh, this was a great line. They start fighting, and Rob says to to Don, "Does Marty get to watch when you're doing it?" Yeah, that's like R rated. That was <laughs> that was like later seasons Melrose yeah. level. Yeah, um, and if Billy, that's enough for Billy. So he shoves him and like kicks Rob, Rob out. You also know that uh, Billy describes sex as doing it. Too. <laughs> they both describe it as doing it. For some reason, oh, Martin's been watching this whole time. And Martin's face looks Dude. like he smelled a fart. It looks so <laughs> What was the direction they gave this kid? We gotta get a he, we gotta get a shot of that fart face. He, he was like this in the doorway, like he looked like he was about to sneeze. Because it was like I I think, you know, the kid's not the best actor probably. No. And they instructed him to do something and they lingered on his face way too long. He's supposed to be upset about this, obviously. He looked, yeah, it was a fart face. I was like, P.U. <laughs> My dad farted when Billy punched him. <laughs> he was supposed to be crying, I guess. But it, it was just bad. It was really bad. So Don, after Martin runs off to his room... Don is mad at Billy. Yeah. And she's like, Rob is the father of my child. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but once Rob said that thing about maybe Marty will watch you guys doing it, you should not be on his side. Be mad at Billy, but not because of you're defending Rob. And that's where I think she's wrong. Me too. She totally has the right to be like, Billy... Don't escalate things. Don't get in the middle of this. But she didn't need to say... Because I, because it's Rob. Yeah. She could be like, Rob's a piece of shit. Right. Or she could even say, he's a piece of shit, but this is Martin's father, so this is upsetting to him. Or whatever. Right. Like, that right. that kind of framing. And it, Yeah. 
So she's like, can you handle this? Yes or no? Yeah. She gives him an ultimatum right there. Like, do you want to be a stepdad? And Billy doesn't say anything. He... He he takes a beat, but that is a beat too long for Dawn. And she goes, that's what I thought. I saw that coming. Yep. <laughs> and that's when Dawn gives Billy the $300 that he lent to her. He says, Rob brought the child support money, so here's your $300 back. And then Billy says, tries to give it back. Like, Billy, that's not your it's, money. It's, he's so concerned with looking like the good guy. <laughs> He will screw Allison over to do it. It's like, you need that money. Yeah, it's not your money, Billy. It's crazy. So uh, fortunately, she doesn't take the money. She refuses it. Back at Melrose Place, Sandy is banging on Jane's door because she needs her closet door fixed. Her dress closet. Okay. It's what? Where, what? It's, it's where her dresses hang. Why did she call it that, though? And in a completely unbelievable moment, Jane tells Sandy, I'm sorry, Sandy, Michael's on call at the hospital. He's at work. Yeah. He's at work. He's not doodling around the property (laughs) fixing things. (laughs) Right. And Sandy needs her dress closet fixed. Uh, And then Jane is like, I'm sure there's someone handy around here to help. Hmm. Like, hmm, who could be the brawny guy in the courtyard? Jake's there with a wrench. He literally (laughs) has a wrench already in his hand. He's working on it. This guy's always working on his bike in the courtyard. Yeah. So, of course, Jake goes over to Sandy's and he takes a look at her door and he says, the problem is you need a nut, you have, you need a nut loose, loosened. It needs a good tightening. I don't know. He makes it fucking He tries to make a joke where it's like, it's basically similar to like, there's a screw loose just like you. <laughs> like it's kind of like supposed to be like a dig at Sandy's men- mental health or something. I, I thought it was like you need a nut in you. Yeah, it was. It was weird. It was like vaguely sexual. Then we get a physical comedy moment. The first physical comedy moment from Jake. He, Unbelievable. <laughs> this is like Michael level. It was Michael <laughs> level, but not as funny. But Jake somehow manages to crash into Sandy's vanity station. I think he's trying to do something with the doorknob and he like loses his grip and then he just falls right into this dresser he vanity. He flies so hard into this it thing. It is so hard that he's literally on the floor because he got so knocked out. With like, shit all over him. <laughs> all over the floor. And Sandy starts laughing and then he starts laughing and then they're on the floor together laughing. <sighs> and so, Sandy is still the worst fake laugher I've ever... The actress, Amy Locaine. Yeah. She's terrible at it. They have this little sitcom moment where they agree that they're just not a good match and they're much better as friends. And then we get that heartwarming keyboard music. Yeah. Billy gives Allison her $300 back and apologizes to her. And Allison is like, Billy, I know your heart was in the right place. I also like when Billy gives her cash and Allison says, what's this? It's like, you literally loaned him money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What do you mean, what's this? You just had a fight about it. (laughs) What's this? That was a huge fight you guys had. And Billy is like, immediately, like, instead of like, just owning up to his actions and leaving it at that, he starts making excuses for like why he did it. He's like, I just feel like everyone treats me like a big baby and I just wanted to be needed by someone. 
No one cares your reasons. No one cares your reasoning. Just fucking apologize to Allison and say it won't happen again. But he can't because it will happen again. The next episode. We know it does. Uh, But they like pretty much make up. Then Billy shows up to Dawn's next comedy show and we're treated to more of her comedy and the audience is roaring. And Billy is just sitting there hurt. (laughs) He's got a hurt expression on his face. He can't even bring himself to laugh. Dawn is like crushing at this whatever. And I guess it's not an open mic anymore. Maybe it still is an open mic. And she comes up to Billy who's at the bar. They talk or he goes up to her at the bar Bill, and she, Dawn is smoking at the bar. She's smoking at the bar because it's this is before. Yeah, no and this smoking. is classic Dawn behavior. Yeah, Where, do you have got a light? <laughs> smoking at the bar. <laughs> you got. I light. love it. Um, and Billy talks to her, and he's like, "I'm just enjoying spending time with you." And she's like, "This isn't gonna work." And he's like, well, can I at least say goodbye to Martin? And I was proud of Dawn. She's like, no. I was very proud of her, too. Because I was like, I don't want to see that scene. Also, it's very inappropriate. (laughs) Because then we would have gotten that, hey, little buddy. (laughs) Yeah, totally. We're always going to be friends. Yeah. Just call me whenever you feel lonely. No, I was very proud of Dawn. Um, Yeah, that was an unexpected twist. But Billy does say, well, just tell him I say... Hasta la vista, baby. First of He'll, all. Oh, hold on. I'm not done. Billy says, just tell him I say, hasta la vista, baby. He'll know what that means. First of all, everyone knows what that means. Terminator, is that from Terminator 2? Yes. Whatever. That's like one of the biggest movies of the time. Everybody, even if you hadn't seen the movie, Don knows what that means. It's stupid, but also pretty flippant to someone who might be upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, tell, just tell him, fuck off. Martin, I'm not seeing Billy anymore. No, I loved Billy. He told me to tell you, hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then he Can you put- imagine hearing that? Yeah. That's like so, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Billy's going to be in therapy. I'm sorry, not Martin's going to be. Billy should also go to therapy. (laughs) Martin is going to be in therapy about this send off, (laughs) even though he knows that they talked about the Terminator once, because it does just sound very flippant. Very flippant. It sounds very flippant. Hasta la vista, baby. (laughs) Also, Billy said hasta la vista, baby, a lot after that movie came out. Like, he's that guy who just said lines from that constantly. Billy's a movie quoter. Totally. Billy probably quoted Austin Powers. I was just going to say Austin Powers. You know Billy loved Austin Powers. (laughs) I bet the Austin Powers franchise is Billy's favorite movie. And he loves the Scottish guy. A fat bastard. Fat bastard. <laughs> he yeah, always, that's, that's totally his favorite he, character. He, he, he like tries to quote him whenever, with a bad accent. Whenever he's grilling, he's always like, get in my belly. And everyone's like, shut up, Billy. <laughs> yeah, he he loves he loves the Austin Powers franchise. Um, the next morning, Billy is lying on the couch reading the paper, and he's just like spouting off fun facts to Allison. Okay, did they redecorate? Yes, okay, I took a picture of this. Because I, I was like, what the hell is happening here? Okay, I 
I swear to God, in every episode, they add more shit to the walls. And it's all purple, teal, and hot pink. But I feel like there was like paintings. There was a new throw on the sofa that tied it all together. I have a picture of it in my phone. We can go through it together. I noticed that too right away. I said, it is very bright in there. Also, they had colorful pompous grass. (laughs) They had had multicolored pompous grass. Okay, this is... Okay, look, we're going to post this on our Instagram. This is their the interior decor. Yeah, that frame, <laughs> that's where I saw everything. And I was like, what the hell? The blanket matches all the paintings. Like, it's tying it all together. It was like there was a sale at um, Pier 1. Also, Billy, he's coordinated his outfit to it because Billy is wearing a pair of bright mustard-colored shorts with a purple top. Yes. So he's like very in line with this multicolored display they have. Yeah. The, the, the I was shocked when this frame came. <laughs> I was too. I was too. Like the the colored pompas grass is an insane detail to me. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I was like, how did I never notice this? This has to be new. Like I, I feel like I noticed the butterfly by the front door, <laughs> but all of this stuff seems new. I was like, is Allison slowly unpacking? Like, what is the explanation for this? The one piece of art that I always remember from Allison and Billy's apartment is that poster that's framed that they have on their wall that says one bad ad can ruin your whole day. Oh yeah. That's the thing I always remember, but I feel like I feel like they had to redecorate at some point because it is not always like this. No. This was extreme. I feel like they were trying something. I noticed instantly like Me too. <laughs> <laughs> instantly. It was so much shit on the walls. Like suddenly. I literally thought I was crazy. I was like this wasn't like this, was it? Like Yeah, and the big blanket the big multicolored blanket on the couch no it's crazy anyway so that scene is wild we get a very predictable sitcom ending to this it's very flirty billy's like for a while there i thought i had my own family and allison's like one day he's like when and she's like i gotta go to work did he really think he had his own family (laughs) sorry Two dates. Two dates. Not even. Out of control. Two dates. Two dates. Out of control behavior. Uh, Yeah. And that's the end of this episode. Wow. Very crazy episode. Uh, But I wish Martin came back in the final seasons as like some kind of villain. Like a serial killer? Hey, Billy. (laughs) Hasta la vista, baby. And then blew him away. (laughs) That would have been great. That would have been a great like last season of uh, the la- insanity because the last season of Melrose place just goes completely off the rails yeah where it's just everything is unbelievable so right. they could have made that work a hundred percent right and everyone would be like oh martin an oh, easter right. egg yeah <laughs> i do season one i do feel like there is somebody that comes back after a long time i think there are characters that do i mean there are multiple characters that come back after absences but some, I do feel like maybe I'm misremembering this. I just have, a, I feel like there is some adversary that like shows up out of the blue all of a sudden. Someone just texted me that they know the person who played, um, I'm sorry, what was, is her name Megan? Who does Michael marry? Uh, what's, is her name Kelly Megan? Kelly Rutherford. Yeah, Kel, uh, Megan's her name, right? Yes. For some reason, I was going to get the name that he, she, she knows the guy who played her pimp. 
<laughs> we should get him on the pod. I, know, I was like, we now get him, get him on the pod. Get him on the pod. <laughs> I laughed so hard because I was like, that, there's so many rando characters that don't really have big arcs even, but they're very memorable. Do you I, know what I mean? Like, I have a... Uh, my friend's husband, one of his first acting jobs was a flower delivery guy on an episode of Melrose Place. Ooh. Yeah, he just goes... He's like uh, Sydney Andrews or whatever. Like that's all he says. That's all he says. That's an iconic line. Yeah, I, I don't know if they were delivered to Sydney, but they. But were, I wish they were. They were. I, they were delivered to somebody, and he just delivers them. Oh and my I, god! When I saw him, I screamed. Yeah, like that. It's pretty exciting. Getting to be on Melrose Place. Mm. Any role you can get is fun. We should hit up Mara Wilson for when her little arc happens. Oh right, I completely forgot. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to definitely try to get guests on, so I think it'll be fun. Yeah. If you know someone who's been on Mel- who was on Melrose Place... <laughs> Send them our way. Send them our way. We would love to talk to them. Uh, okay, great. We'll see you for the next episode. All episode right. Episode 10. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.